Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Hi everyone and welcome back to the May 2017 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club coming to you from Sydney, Australia. Uh, this is Damien Marucci. I'm here with Dr. Shane Jackson, who's one of the registrars of the Children's Hospital of Westmead. The next paper we're looking at is Calf Perforated Flaps, a freestyle solution for oral cavity reconstruction by Molina et al. from the United Kingdom. And this was published in February 2017. So Shane, what was this paper about? Okay, so this paper was uh, looking at um, flap choices for oral cavity reconstruction. Um, and it was describing uh, perforated flaps from the calf as an alternative to you know, the workhorse flaps of the ALT or radial forearm. Um, so basically what they've tried to look for is a flap that's uh, thin and pliable um, but, and with a good donor site. They feel that sort of ALT flaps and radial forearm flaps don't meet both of those criteria. Um, so they've tried, uh, explained the concept of these calf perforated flaps and how to use those. Um, so they divided this study into two parts. The first was um, a radiological study comparing CT scans of lower limbs to look at soft tissue thickness uh, in the thigh compared to the calf. Um, and then the second part of the study was a case series of 20 patients undergoing oral cavity reconstructions with calf perforator flaps. Okay, and so what did they find? Um, first, first of all, in the CT part of the study where they're looking at the subcutaneous thickness, what, what did they find there? Um, so they found that on average uh, the thigh soft tissue thickness was 17 millimetres compared to 8 millimetres in the calf. Um, in every single patient the thigh soft tissue was thicker than the calf you know, from twice as much to four times as much. Um, yep. And then how about in their clinical study, uh, what did they find in their, um, in their exploration of these uh, uh, calf perforator flaps. Okay, so um, out of their 20 patients, um, <coughs> 17 had flaps designed off medial sural artery perforators, uh, two had flaps off sural artery perforators, and one off a cellular artery perforator. Um, they had skin paddles ranging from 5 by 4 centimetres to 12.6 centimetres. Um, their flap raising time is about an hour and a half on average. Um, the results quite good, they had no flap loss, they had one late dehiscence um, requiring researcher, one infection just requiring antibiotics. Um, interestingly, uh, only two of their 20 uh, calf donor sites required a skin graft, all the others were able to be closed directly. Okay, so what were their conclusions then about these, uh, these freestyle flaps? Um, so their conclusion was that these calf perforated flaps provide both the thin pliable tissue needed uh, for the oral cavity reconstruction, um, but giving a uh, good donor site uh, with less complications um, and you know a reliable and efficient flap raising. So their take home message is that you know this would be their go-to for uh, reconstruction of uh, small to mid-sized oral cavity defects. Yeah, certainly you know people have a lot of issues with the donor site from radial forearm free flaps uh, in terms of you know the problems with skin graft taking the area, cold insensitivity, the conspicuous scar and the like and uh, uh, you know for a while there the lateral arm flaps seem to be uh, uh, in vogue 
um, and these calf perforated flaps obviously are sort of newer on the scene and with the advent of the concept of the uh, freestyle perforated flap where you're just armed with your Doppler and you can uh, find a perforator somewhere and then just design a skin to armed around it, it certainly is very attractive. The pedicle length which they describe as 10 centimetres is, is great. Uh, it's very long. Um, I've got to confess I don't have any personal experience with this flap, but uh, some of my colleagues do. Um, uh, some of the feedback which I've gotten from people who've done the flaps uh, outside of this paper obviously have uh, expressed concerns about uh, spasm with the vessels. And uh, But, you know, the 20 flaps with zero uh, flap loss is certainly something that you can't ignore. Um, do you want to make a comment on the discussion? Hey, but Doc, Dr. Chang from uh, uh, Houston um, wrote a discussion paper which was uh, uh, quite critical mm. of aspects of the paper, um, saying, well, just pointing out that, uh, that this is not a true paper looking at freestyle flaps. Essentially, they were looking for a, a medial sural artery perforator flap, and uh, in a few cases, they didn't actually, uh, they found that the source vessel was not a medial serial artery perforator, but in fact, in fact another vessel, whether it's a lateral perforator or a direct uh, perforator from the uh, serial artery. Uh, do you want to say anything about yeah. anything else he said? And look, and like I guess with that criticism, it seems that they're more upset with the title of the paper yes. than the actual design of it. But, yeah. uh, look, the the other thing that that came up in the discussion, yeah. um, you know, a few of our colleagues who uh, have seen these flaps used um, probably didn't find the. Uh, direct closure rate of the donor site to be quite that high. Um, whether that's a technique thing uh, yeah. for these authors, it'd be, you know, be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, or whether it's a, a patient selection. There wasn't a lot of detail on their patient selection for this case series, so yeah. I'm not sure whether that would make a difference. But uh, yeah. yeah, whether these were ones selected out because of whatever reason uh, the radial forearm was not thought appropriate or uh, the defect was particularly small or, or whatever. Mm. Um, but, uh, but anyway, look, it's, it's certainly a very good account, a very good uh, uh, clinical uh, case series of uh, this newish uh, flap, which does seem to be uh, uh, increasing in popularity. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.